Not ashamed of the gospel, because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why, it doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind, and design this rhyme that was played in due time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away, it's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. Today we have big stories to get into across the board. We're going to be basically giving you a little bit of everything, and today is, and today is going to be one of those days. Of those um, days. Um, we are now going to be talking about a story that broke yesterday. James O'Keefe is, in fact, in the media uh again of course what's new but this time i think there is a lot more to the story than first meets the eye i want to bring on our co-host nick no and uh nick are you there nick are you there yes i'm here craig can you hear me yeah i'm getting a little feedback though i'm we're hearing uh an echo from the radio in the background there so uh we're gonna mute you for a second and let you uh get that fixed but Here's where we are going today. James O'Keefe is going undercover again with a White House official who gives a tell-all on behind the scenes at the Biden White House discussing Joe Biden's mental health decline and Kamala Harris's unpopularity within the Biden administration. Essentially, what they're saying is that this uncovers what they can't say publicly, but I will argue that there is much more to this story than at first meets at first glance, and we're going to get into that here today. I want to try again with Nick real quick. Uh, Nick, are you there? All right, we're going to just uh, switch over here. Nick, uh, are you there with us? Yes, I'm here, Craig. Okay, still getting that that reverberation, so hold on. Now, let's try it one more time. I think we got it now. What I, I can mute. Uh, okay, no, you're good. You're good. You're good now. It. Yeah, it's uh, we're trying to pl- play around with some other things, uh, trying to get the audio better, but uh, we'll get it fixed. We'll get it fixed. Anyway, here's today's big story that I want to dive into first before we get into a number of other stories, including a little bit of an update on what's happening at the border. Also, we're going to talk about what's happening in this crazy case down in Georgia where it turns out that everybody who is prosecuting Trump is wildly corrupt. We also are going to update you on Nikki Haley and uh, some other incredible stories that you're going to want to stick around for. But today's big story that I want to start with here is James O'Keefe having this uh, undercover sting operation of a Biden White House official. So what's happened here is Charlie Krager a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office at the White House, essentially agrees to go on a homosexual date with James O'Keefe, which, I mean, at this point, it's funny to me that uh, these are the memes that are being made about James O'Keefe, and he's kind of leaning into that uh, persona, if you will, which is fairly uh, hilarious just on it in and of itself. However, I think more is afoot here. So 
I'll set the stage for you because if I play the, the video, well, let's play a clip of the video. We'll, we'll play the introduction because I think it'll give you a good idea of what actually uh, this is all about. So I'm going to play the first couple minutes here and uh, you guys just go ahead and listen to this. So you're, you're pretty high up in the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets. And so I manage two federal agencies, the State Department and USAID. So when you say sec it's like security, like you're protecting... The networks of the federal agencies. You're you give all your information to them. The I mission is to protect right. yes. information. And we, sir, we, we are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and, and promoting the president's is he, is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep black staff. They quit on her in mass. But with him, I yeah, mean, I know. I know. he's got I know. dementia. Um, yeah, well, he's definitely slowing down. But they know that he has those issues. I think so. But they're not willing to say it. Shows and, they're not and willing to say it publicly. And same thing well, with Kamala Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, I what see. kind of message are you going to send to, like, all the African-American voters? How would you spin that? People would be like, what the f***? Like she's a woman and she's multiracial. I think I think that they're really concerned about us. But they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, Correct. Biden they is, publicly. is uh, no, no, they yeah. can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got it. They got to the say line. it privately. But they won't say it publicly. Correct. Biden can't is, is uh, no, they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got it. They got to the line. Do they say it privately? I mean, I'm just I'm just telling just, you what I've heard. Like, you're, just, yep. you're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? So what you just heard was a clip or a portion from the undercover video that was taken with this supposed, uh, I guess, you know, sting or whatever you want to call it with James O'Keefe and this White House official, which I, I find rather interesting, not only because it's, it's just a, a very strange thing, but here's a few things that I, I took away from this as I watched this this video and Nick we'll have you chime in in a second you can tell me what you think but essentially what I noticed when I was watching this was first of all James O'Keefe is the person sitting across the table from this high-ranking official in the Biden White House which is strange in and of itself that with the type of public notoriety that James O'Keefe has for him to be able to do this without being, you know, recognized is is nearly unbelievable to me. Since he all he did for his quote unquote disguise was dye his hair blonde and put on glasses like Clark, Clark Kent, right? And <clears throat> apparently they're going on some homosexual date, which uh, is, is is another thing altogether. But they're talking, and almost right off the bat, it seems he's just unloading all of this, you know presumably guarded in intelligence about the inside workings of the White House. Now, for me, as I watch this, you know, everybody's selling this narrative that there, there's a few things you take away from this. You take away that Joe, they all know at the White House that Joe Biden's in mental decline. Okay, well, that's not a headline. We all know that too. It's, it's, everybody knows that. And the second thing is th that 
Kamala Harris has to stay the VP because she's the first black VP and you can't just kick her out. Okay, we all knew that. Then he tells James O'Keefe that Kamala Harris can't keep any of her black staff, which, as he says, was written about in the New York Times. So that's not a breaking story. Then he talks about how he somehow switches to Michelle Obama and talks about how he worked with her. And he says, well, she'll never be president because she said that she saw all the stuff that they put her husband through. So she'll never do that because she doesn't want to go through that again, which sets a pretty interesting narrative for the fake news. And when we come back, I'll explain further. But the narrative that I think they're trying to set here, Nick, is basically saying Biden's not leaving, which he probably will, but they want to they want to basically lull us into complacency to say, oh, well, the White House insider said Biden's going to stay for the whole thing. And that, and then also that Michelle Obama is not going to run, which sets up the narrative that she is a reluctant leader, which actually plays better for her coming in as the candidate. So I'm of the opinion that this was all intentionally they knew it was James O'Keefe. They sent this guy on the date to drop this information to set the narrative that then will be irrefutable because the narrative will be will have been generated by James O'Keefe, the venerable investigative journalist who, you know, has that credibility. What do you think, Nick? We have a couple seconds for the break. Yeah, it, it seems like it's uh, it's a setup. James O'Keefe doesn't even know he's being played, at least in that moment. That's that's what I'm saying here. I feel like. It's almost, um, it is unbelievable. It is, I'll just say it flat out. The, the whole premise of this, you know, sting operation or undercover report it is completely unbelievable. We're going to talk about it a little bit more when we come back, plus a bunch of other stories. Everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. We'll be back after the break. Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too. Don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A and B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492. Holy flypaper! Join me, J.D. Plorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon right here on AM 1360. Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, uh, Craig James and Nick No. We have a, a big show here we're getting into. We're going to have a special guest joining us in the second hour. If you know, you know. 
But, Nick, before the break, I'll recap what we've talked about in the first segment. And uh, before we do that, though, I want to thank everybody out there listening. If you're listening live, uh, this is the best uh, way to contact us, to, to drop your comments, thoughts, questions. 877-536-1360. There is a text and call line which you can let us know your thoughts and uh, or questions or comments. We want to hear it. 877-536-1360. Go ahead and just send us a text there. Or if you're listening on the live stream, make sure you leave a comment below or in the live chat. And like, share, and subscribe. That makes a huge difference. I don't think people understand how important such a simple thing is to growing a channel, to growing an audience. So if you haven't done it and you're a casual listener... My my uh, my only ask of you is click that subscribe button wherever you're listening, YouTube, Rumble, uh, wherever. That helps build our audience. That helps grow our reach. That helps make make us you know be able to spread out a little further. And we appreciate when you do that. So before we uh, get your thoughts, Nick, I want to just reframe what we talked about in the first uh, segment. James O'Keefe goes undercover, right? in Washington, D.C. with the uh, man named Charlie Krager, a homosexual who is a cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs desk officer in the executive office of the White House, which is a ridiculously long title to say that he basically coordinates meetings. Uh, He's essentially an HR manager in the White House who coordinates meetings with regard to cybersecurity. And he went to the Kennedy uh, School at Harvard, so he must be smart. And, you know, that's how they sell it to us. But somehow, someway, I'm sure through some gay dating app or something, James O'Keefe found this guy. And which I, we're not even going to get into the whole, like, James O'Keefe and how all of his, you know, late, lately all of his gotchas are, are these gay guys. But he goes undercover, but it's not even undercover. He just dyes his hair, puts glasses on meets this guy and like the first thing they get into when they first have their their quote-unquote homosexual date is uh, this whole here's all the inside information about what's going on at the white house and he sets this whole narrative up that i think nick is meant to throw us off the trail of what's actually happening meaning they talk about how joe biden everybody knows he's mentally unstable yeah well that's not news like i said they talk about how Kamal Harris can't be removed because she's black and, you know, she's a woman. Duh. We all know that. They talk about how and, and she can't keep black staff. Again, he they mentioned the New York Times article that described that exact thing. So that's not breaking news either. And then talks about how Michelle Obama would never be president because she's she she doesn't want to go through what her husband went through. Which is, again, setting the narrative that she is a reluctant leader which I would believe is exactly the narrative they would want to set using James O'Keefe's credibility as an undercover journalist to sew it into the narrative, the, the national discourse narrative, that then can be used later when they say, well, I mean, you're the one who had your undercover reporter find out all this information. She didn't want to lead. She has to lead, you know? So, and I've, I still believe that I think we've uncovered the plan, which is Biden's going to drop out sometime around May, and Michelle will, will step up. Michael, Big Mike, as you like to call him, uh, Nick. But that's, that's essentially what I've seen from this. And I feel like I'm the only one saying it, because everybody's louding this as, like, the most big breaking story. You said it yourself. 
Uh, James O'Keefe was on social media saying he's not like suicidal and that he's, you know, this could be the biggest story of his career and it could have huge implications. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe he's saying all that stuff because deep down he knows that he got played and, but he has to release this information because, you know, obviously as the leader of an organization, he went and did it and spent money on it. So he's got to try to recoup that investment so it has to go out anyway he doesn't have a choice maybe financially he's being squeezed like you were saying to me over our conversation our pre-meeting this morning nick so uh, nick do you think i'm way off on this or do you think that because i mean how it's just unbelievable to me that this guy cybersecurity expert at the white house a didn't know who james o'keefe was b didn't recognize him simply because he put on a pair of glasses and dyed his hair blonde and Finally, I just, I just don't, I don't buy the narrative they're selling. It, no, there was no real substantive information that was put out there, other than setting a narrative that would be positive for the the Biden White House and the Obamas going into the future. W- what are your thoughts, Nick? Do they do this kind of thing? Do they do these kind of operations? Have you noticed this? Oh yeah, yeah. So to me, as you were saying, it's it's hard to believe that he wouldn't recognize James O'Keefe or even know his voice. For that matter, if he has never seen him, at least heard the recordings of, of him talking about stuff. So um, I I look at the body language of the guy, and he did look like when he was saying some stuff um, about the inner workings, he, he uh, didn't feel comfortable about it. He was rocking to comfort himself. But then uh, towards the end of it, he became much more relaxed. I think that's uh, uh, he he understood that it was James O'Keefe, and by the end of it, it's very clear to me by his body language, even smirks. So I think that he realized it was him and then used the moment to try and uh, turn it into something good. Uh, it could be, and it could be, and I hope not. I, I hope that James wasn't involved with the setup beforehand uh, for money or whatever. I just doubt. I don't think that that probably happened, but, you know, think about his situation, though. Um, you know, he, he's trying to get something going again and he needs something. Uh, they might have played him. They might have played him. See, that that was my whole point is that I don't think he was like paid to do this. I think what happened was he's invested time and money into making that video, hiring reporters, having journalists come and, and get all this organized. And you know, A, if if the organization was doing so well, I don't think they would have used James O'Keefe in the first place. They would have used one of their investigative journalists, right? Why would you put James O'Keefe there? Why would he go there unless he probably had to for financial reasons because they couldn't afford to hire somebody to go do that? He's having legal trouble as it is with uh, all of the lawfare that's being waged uh, through his association with Project Veritas. Now, was he played? Uh, probably, in my opinion. I, I just don't find the premise that this guy didn't recognize him, A, believable, and B, I don't find the premise that, you know, th- that the information was that groundbreaking. It, essentially, as I've said before, the information that was uncovered through this whole sting, quote-unquote, was all information that, A, we already knew, and B, is actually beneficial to the narrative setting. So, I'll leave it there. I don't want to beat a dead horse, right? But... It is interesting to me that they're treating that like the biggest gotcha story. And apparently tonight, part two is dropping where they do their typical chase, uh, chase these guys through a parking lot and, and yell questions at them. And, you know, so if you're interested in that, you know, you can probably find it on social media. Again, here's the thing. 
all the the stuff we talk about here on the show essentially is being posted as source material on my social media account at x.com or twitter.com which is at just informed one that's that's where you want to go uh you can get access to the source information material and all that stuff videos articles etc that we talk about here on the show are all available at my x or twitter account i I usually just call it twitter i don't even but x is the new name uh at just informed one the number one so go check that out all right nick we have other stories we can get into here today you know i really did want to talk more about a number of different stories but is there you want to hear a crazy one so just a little update to yesterday's story we broke well i don't think we broke it but we did punch a hole in this new narrative shift that they're bringing with the psychopath in pennsylvania who uh, allegedly decapitated his father now i've seen a bunch of videos and and you know posts online talking about how they people are going out there on a limb nick and saying that the head wasn't even real and that this was all set up and it was all staged and and i don't even know but i'll say this that what's interesting to me is almost like clockwork just as we predicted in yesterday's episode they are already using this story to go after uh, what they call, you know, MAGA conservatives. And apparently QAnon somehow found its way into the mix here as the New York Post wrote a headline about this uh, guy in Pennsylvania saying, QAnon-aligned son decapitates federal employee dad shows off quote-unquote traitor's head in sick YouTube video. Now, I watched the entire video, uh, unfortunately. It just popped up on my social media, and I watched it before it got you know wiped off the internet. And having watched the entire video and then doing some research into the individual like we did in the dive we did yesterday, in his background, who he is, what he's, his history is, and his social media posting, absolutely nothing that I saw in any of it had anything or mention or reference to QAnon, yet... QAnon is used, I would say pejoratively, in this New York Post headline to frame this guy as being QAnon. And you know what's interesting, Nick? I think they had to do it because the social media post proved what we said yesterday, which is that he is not a MAGA guy and he is not a Trump supporter. So they they thought, how are we going to frame this to essentially gaslight the MAGA conservatives and they use the QAnon pejorative. What, what do you think? Oh, yeah, it, that's, it's funny you say that because yesterday I, I almost brought up the case where that uh, the Italian mobster murdered someone and he got caught, and then he blamed it on being a fanatic of uh, uh, QAnon, uh, which was absolutely not true. Like, and besides, there's not even a QAnon. There's Q and then Anons. Anons are people that post, um, you know, contribute and uh, analyze data it's they're two separate things and um you know so that that's what i thought about right away uh, is this guy if he really did do it he probably uh you know murdered his dad and then his father and then he went on there and um didn't like i said it did nothing look planned he, he had gloves on yet he reaches over to get a bloody head and put it up there which none of it looked like he was planned out at all he's just desperately trying to do something uh 
um, you know, as a last ditch effort. But, um, you know, uh, it, and that's what they're, that's what they'll do. You know, they'll, they'll do that um, and, and try and demonize people who are seeking the truth. I mean, for example, you know, I, you, I call Michelle Big Mike because it's a man. I'm telling you, that is a man. If you look at the uh, physiological <laughs> aspects and if you watch Ellen and you watch the replay. Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody now, wants to see that filth, kids, Nick. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's, let's go a little further even. I'm going to go across the finish line here. Look, those are not his kids. Those are not his kids. It's Martin Nesbitt and Anita Blanchard's kids. And you never see any pictures of Big Mike being pregnant because he's a man. And those are not their kids. Do you think Mike is Michael LaVon Robinson? Um, whatever his name is, it's a dude. <laughs> I mean, look, it, it, you know, every time I hear this, this, this story that Mike is, or Michelle's Mike and all that stuff, I think of Joan Rivers. Do you remember that infamous or famous quote of hers as she's walking into a, a building in New York, I guess, a reporter asks her something, and I don't remember what the question was, but she turns around and says, you don't know? And he's like, you don't know that Michelle is a man? And it's like, everybody knows. And it's like, so we all, I guess, knew, but that was kind of, I think that was the, the point in time where uh, it kind of crossed into the mainstream narrative, and that's when she died very shortly after that, mysteriously, during a botched plastic surgery. So there's that, too. Um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, it's, it's interesting how they're going to, how they continue to gaslight the American public and frame us as one thing when in reality, they themselves are guilty of these things. So a couple interesting stories we can get into here a little bit later, but before we do that, is there anything else you, is there anything you have for us, Nick? Cause I know you had a couple things you want to share and I want to start that now since we have a guest coming on in the second hour, and I want to get through uh, what you had for, brought for us today. Uh, sure. I, I wanted to point out And that, we're hitting a break uh, here, so just FYI. Okay. okay. Uh, I want to talk about how the Democrats, under 55, voted against deporting criminal migrants who commit Social Security fraud. That's number one thing I want to talk about. But when we come back, we're going to hit that and much more. Look, guys, there's a lot of big news stories we're going to try to keep covering and we're going to get you all the breaking news latest breaking news as it's made available that's what you're getting here at just Form talk we're going to keep bringing it everybody stay tuned make sure if you're listening on a live stream or watching a live stream like share subscribe as i said subscribing helps out big time call or text the number 877-536-1360 i want to hear your thoughts is michelle big mike what do you guys think? Let us know. We'll be back. You're listening to Justin Form Talk Radio. Stay tuned. This is Craig James from Justin Form Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family. 
family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. It, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-YREFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-YREFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Sucker punch somebody on the sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town Welcome back to Just the Forum Talk Radio with your host, Craig James, Nick No, And Nick, uh, I want to let you kind of take the floor here for a minute. I know you had a couple stories you want to share. Uh, let's get into that right now. All righty. Uh, I do want to make one last comment about that uh, thing going on with that guy, uh, and now they're trying to spin it. So, you know, uh, someone brought up in the comments of that uh, commentary on it, it said, uh, that they are now they think that they'll try and use that to get rid of the national guard or stop them because some people might consider that a well-regulated militia um that would be an interesting uh i wouldn't be surprised if that was part of their tactics uh obviously we know psychological warfare operations uh can include uh can can include essentially anything right yeah absolutely and um you know uh I guess we'll have to see where where that goes, and we already kind of knew, and we headed it off ahead of time where they're going to try and do with it, but it's not going to work. And I, you know, it's, no yeah, I mean, I, I, here's my opinion. S- simply put, there is a, a myriad, a, a number of ways that they could weaponize this event to uh, exploit what tragedy took place. Uh, assuming that this all, all actually even happened. You always have to leave room for false flags and other things that you can't really, uh, you know, know for a fact. But for all intents and purposes, what we've seen so far is is pretty irrefutable evidence that this guy not only committed the crime, but then made the the call to action for militias, quote unquote, across the country to rise up and overthrow the federal government. And again, like I pointed out in yesterday's show, this all came two weeks after. 
the Senate introduced a bill to prohibit and essentially ban and make illegal militias and private uh, uh, military groups in America. So, you know, it's just to me exactly like what happened with Jesse Smollett. You know, the guy stages a hate crime now uh, and then and then ends up, what is it? Uh, they, they end up fast-tracking a bill through Congress, an anti-lynching law, which I think that also coincided. Was that not around the same time as Bubba Wallace's uh, fake news incident, Nick? I, I think the timeline's aligned there as well. So, you know, yeah, I wouldn't put it past these people. This is how they operate, and whether they're seizing on tragedy, exploiting a crisis to, to gain something from it, or it was artificially, uh, you know, manufactured or whatever, or if this guy was just being ran and, and uh, you know, a, a useful idiot, a stooge for the, the deep state spook, you know, intelligence community operations. However you put it, this is what's going to happen. So we did head off that narrative yesterday. Um, but, yeah, go on, Nick. So I want to bring up something else, too. If you remember Alex Soros, you know, basically threatening President Trump, and uh, you know, with his his post, I want to bring up that a former Trump official was uh, seriously wounded during a carjacking that left another person dead in Washington D.C. on Monday. Mike Gill, the chief operating officer for the Commodity Futures Trading Commission at CFTC, during Donald Trump's presidency, was reportedly in critical condition in the hospital Tuesday after this carjacking, and his family told uh, WTTG in Washington. Uh, I wonder what's going on with that. Every time I hear stuff like this, I think of Seth Rich immediately because, you know, they want us to believe this narrative that Seth Rich was walking home at 3 a.m. and and a bunch of guys came or or some guy or two guys came and just shot him for no reason, didn't rob him, didn't take any of his stuff, just left him for dead. And we all know that he was uh, most likely the individual who leaked the DNC emails to WikiLeaks, which then ended up, you know, obviously changing the outcome to a degree in the 2016 election. But, yeah, I don't know what that is, Nick. Uh, We'll have to look further into it. You know, people have pointed out, and I'm not sure if I I know 100% for a fact, but they've pointed out that, and, and I think you're amongst them, that it's very likely that D.C. is an occupied territory right now. And, you know, that comes with a whole litany of, you know, um, basically it it becomes a different place than the United States, right? Yeah, it'd be under different laws, under, uh, you know, admiralty law. And there's there's other things that they can be done, especially considering if everybody remembers, they put the – the National Guard there to basically occupy that area for a year. And uh, they put uh, fences up around the White House. Uh, the White House lights were going out every night around, I can't remember the time, maybe it was whenever it got dark, then they would turn off the lights at the White House, the front door. Okay, that, listen, that's not supposed to happen because that is a terrible security risk of having an area that's not lit around the most targeted place basically probably on the planet you you can't do that so there's obviously something going on with that and uh you know dc is just so dirty you mean they weren't you uh, mean they weren't just trying to save the taxpayers money (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely not you know i've seen some stuff that was it's pretty interesting that made it seem like uh based upon what i saw uh that someone put together that there was, there was a point where they were actually at a studio filming, pretending to be in the White House, and they weren't, which was really weird. There's a lot of weird stuff going on with that initial 
Well, uh, Nick, the duh, they needed time to to program the new Biden clone, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is how yeah, whoever you know is, these narratives get. You want to go down these rabbit holes? They get really weird really quick, right? Yeah, we could do that all day. Um, you know, so, but uh, you know, just just stay on track here. You got, um, you know, DC is. Um, you know, they've got all kinds of terrible things going on there. They've got the most psychopaths concentrated there. They've got um, these corrupt politicians in there. And according to one of the congressmen, they're doing orgies and all kinds of uh, disgusting things and uh, drugs. And it's just a cesspool there. It's- well, that's why we call it the swamp. So uh, we have a couple minutes for the next break. What, what was your uh, – you had a story you wanted to share with us? Yeah, and it's it's by Paul Valley. I, I want to read the whole thing. It's um, he's a retired general. He's got Stand Up America U.S. Foundation. If you want to look him up, Stand Up America. We have a uh, Substack, and he, we have had him on the show before, so our audience should be familiar with his work. All right. Well, it'll probably take me about a couple minutes, but I want to just preface with saying that it's about basically explains the deep state how everything works together and it's uh really well written do i have enough time to read from this you think you got one minute a little over a minute and then and then we can just pick up wherever you leave off okay all right so this is paul e valley major general retired u.s army Uh, he wrote this on january 31st 2024 in the united states the term deep state is often used to describe influential decision-making bodies within the government which are relatively permanent and whose policies and long-term plans are affected by changing administrations. The term is typically used critically to refer to the the lack of influence of uh, popular democracy has on the institutions and the decisions they make as directed by puppets of the shadow government. And so the term was initially coined in somewhat pejorative sense to refer to a similar uh, relatively invisible state apparatus in Turkey and post-Soviet Russia. While on active duty and three tours in D.C., I called the deep state the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy has metastasized into a four-level deep state. So he also goes on to say, anyone who has spent time in Capitol Hill will get the feeling when watching debates in the White House or Senate chambers that he or she is seeing a kind of uh, marionette theater with members of Congress reading carefully vetted talking points about prefabricated issues, while the public is now aware of the disproportionate influence of powerful corporations and the new technocrats, uh, Zuckerberg, Soros, Bezos, Gates, and and, uh, uh, over Washington, and few fully appreciate that the United States has in the last several decades gradually undergone a process first identified by Aristotle. This process, uh, which journalist, which the journalist Lawrence Peter Garrett described in the 1930s as a revolution from with, with, uh, within the form. All right, all right. we're going to be back. We're going to be back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. 
Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, joined by Nick No, our co-host. He is breaking down Major General Paul Vallely's latest piece, which is essentially describing the deep state and uh, understanding what that essentially is. From what I gathered so far from what you said, Nick, it's uh, he's alluding to the fact that we have a government that's been captured by kleptocrats and technocrats and corporates corporations seeking to basically use the government as their cudgel to beat the American people into submission and to fall in line to their uh, technocracy, which they want to, to install, obviously using advanced technologies and their propaganda machines. Am I fairly accurate in summarizing it up to this point? Yes, exactly. And and he goes on to to say further about it and uh, to explain how, you know, uh, he watched it, you know, uh, before his eyes. It says, you know, uh, um, that, you know, over time it became more resistant to the popular will as they became hardwired into corporate private influence networks with almost unlimited cash to enforce their will. And those come from the foundations. This is a sidebar. The foundations are the problem. These are tax exempt foundations that are basically from the Carnegie and Ford foundations going all the way back. Um, and, uh, on, on conspiracy theory Friday, I'd like to really elaborate on on what um, a person said that did an audit of those for Congress. But uh, you know, he goes you mean, on to say that you mean uh, tinfoil Friday? <laughs> oh yes, tinfoil Friday. Forgive me. <laughs> yes, we got to get so, the segment right. But yeah, I, I want to do a deep dive on this. Uh, I really, really do. I think that's going to be great. We're going to do that tomorrow. Everybody, make sure you tune in for tomorrow's show, where uh, Nick's going to help us basically unpack these. Uh, what would you call them, NGOs, like, you know, these think tanks, these these corporate, uh, uh, you know, th- these corporately funded anti-American organizations that are that are influencing uh, Congress? I guess, th- would this be an accurate description of the, the K Street in Washington, D.C., the lobbyists? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. And who do you think's paying them? And it's, uh, you know, of course, big tobacco, you know, there's different types of groups, but overall there are directives that are run by these foundations and they are uh, un-American to say the least. And uh, which is why whenever they first formed the foundations, the people that, that did so uh, said it was because of uh, conflict of interest. They can't personally be involved with whatever kind of agenda they want. They have to have it disconnected by using a foundation. It's almost like we should get together some sort of House Committee on Un-American Activities to, to expose this, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, where's McCarthy when you yeah. need him? Um, this is, I mean, I, I personally think that, you know, there's so much unpacked there, it's almost impossible. But is there anything else from that Valley piece that you want to share? Well, um, yeah, I think everybody should go to read it. And uh, he, he really breaks it down, talking about, you know, CDC, you know, uh, Wall Street, the media, um, and, he, and he really drives home the fact that they do not represent the people any longer. They, we have no voice. It's essentially gone. Even most of Congress is completely corrupt. I mean, that, and that's something that we see even out here in Colorado, for example, in the 4th Congressional District of Colorado, where I reside, and our live audience resides mostly here, uh, we have a representative who goes by the name of Ken Buck. Now, Ken Buck is the definition of a corporately owned rhino, Republican, conservative, whatever, neocon, as he was. the uh, He was an acolyte of Dick Cheney, having worked for him for a number of years during the Bush administration. And further, he was best friends and is best friends with Liz Cheney, having uh, attended, uh, I believe, uh, law school together with her. And that's the guy who we elected out here. Now, I didn't elect him, Nick, be fair. I didn't even live here when this guy got elected. I've moved here uh, recently, thanks be to God, and I love it here. The front range is beautiful, but you, you, everybody out there listening, you guys would probably hate it, so don't come here. Uh, it, you know, we, we don't, <laughs> you would hate it here, but it's wonderful and I love it. So, uh, it, it, especially, well, if you're liberal, at least don't come, you would hate it here. It's really conservative and, and terrible and, and nobody would like it. If you're, if you're liberal, please, you would hate it here. There's, there's no rainbow flags, you know, it's terrible, right? For, for you. But if you're conservative, you're welcome. Um, anyway, Ken Buck, this guy, he gets elected and just completely betrays every one of the conservative base voters that he has here and then acts like he, he's doing this noble thing. I have a, I had a clip uh, that I'm not sure if I still have it, but here it is. I'm going to play this clip for you, Nick. This is the guy who's representing us out here in uh, northern Colorado in the 4th Congressional District. Uh, he, this is him when he was talking about voting against Jim Jordan becoming the Speaker of the House just just listen to this clip. It, it's almost unbelievable. This is the mindset of the individuals in Congress who claim to represent us. The narrative that, that is out there. But do other, one, do other Republicans feel the same way you do? They're just not willing to say it out loud? Absolutely. I, I have talked to a number of people who have come up to me and almost whispered, thank you. 
Um, and, and I know... Whispered? Yes. No, there, there is Why a, are they so... Af- I don't understand. Why, what are they afraid of? They're, well, the Republicans who are going to vote against Jim Jordan on the second ballot, which will be more Republicans... More. Than, more, absolutely, um, uh, want the cover of saying, I voted for Jim Jordan, but now it's time to move on. The, the problem is they are afraid of a primary. The calls that are coming in are, are ridiculous. They're, they're in the hundreds, if not thousands, uh, that are coming into every office right now. The <laughs> grassroots uh, campaign is, is very strong for Jim Jordan. So I, I'll just break down that for you. That was him with Jake Tapper on CNN, essentially saying that because so many people in his district want him to vote for Jim Jordan as Speaker of the House, he has to. The, the, he and other Congress members have to essentially do a a, a, a vote like as a show of uh, just a dog and pony show to appease them because they're getting, as he says, thousands of people calling in telling him to vote a certain way. And then it's, he's like, well, we can't do that. You know, we have to, uh, you know, people are secretly saying thank you. So you see how this whole thing works. I think that clip perfectly encapsulates what we're describing with this disconnect between, you know, having representation previously and not anymore. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. The fact that he says they, they whisper thank you says it all. You know, why are you whispering? You're supposed to be out in the public you uh, you are a public figure. Not only that, you're supposed to represent the people of your uh, that elected you. And if you have any agenda or thoughts or reservations that are otherwise, you should not be in the seat. And uh, it's, it has nothing to do with an honorable uh, act of serving, you know, uh, for our country. You know, so why are they whispering? Is it because they don't want people to know what they're actually thinking or that they're betraying them? It's because these people are controlled. And they are not beholden to the American people. And once you re- realize and accept that, then the, the, the whole th- issue becomes so much clearer. But when we come back, we're going to keep going. And uh, special guests coming up in the second hour. Everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James, Nick No. Lots more to come. Big show. Everybody stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. The Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230.
Welcome back to Just Perform Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James, Nick No. Uh, we're breaking it down pretty well, I think, here so far, Nick. Uh, talking about how disingenuine the, the nature of our system has become when it, uh, re- when it comes to representation, right? We don't really have representation. We have people who, and this is my contention, right? What we are seeing now is so bad that people like Ken Buck can can exist because, and Lindsey Graham and all these other guys, because essentially what they do is once every, you know, two, four, six years, whatever it is, they come out, they say everything you want to hear, they tell you everything's going to be okay, and that when they when they get in power, they're going to fix it, and then as soon as they get elected, uh, the, 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 the switch flips, and next thing you know, it's, well, you know, we can't. We have to whisper behind closed doors about how to to undermine the will of the people that we are constitutionally bound to serve because of elite capture, special interests, lobbying groups who have essentially taken over our federal government. Which you know we, we got here, I think, in a roundabout way, talking about yesterday's event with this guy in Pennsylvania who murdered his father and tried to call for an overthrow of the government. And I essentially, what we, I thought was interesting about our conversation on it yesterday was that there were parts of his quote-unquote manifesto slash demands that weren't, were not incorrect, I guess, in, in the way that they were framed. But obviously the way he went about it was in a psychotic and lunatic way, which was, I, I believe, going to be, it was either meant to be used as uh, gaslighting material or uh it's it's gonna be anyway but that's how we get here what 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 are your thoughts on that nick yeah absolutely they're they're gonna use it as best they can and uh, i think ultimately you know uh everybody that's listening should just really drive home that it's uh gonna it's a false flag just just drive that home you, you might have to use something else on social media if you try and uh you know head it off whenever people are trying to share it and and use it as leverage for their arguments. Um, you know, uh, and, and as you said, you know, we talked about how the uh, House Democrats voted against deporting criminal migrants who, are in, you know, illegal immigrants who commit social security fraud. My family's had their identity stolen before uh, by people, and, and that's not an easy thing to get through. Um, and and uh, it can be costly too. So, you know, it, that is a betrayal of the interests of the United States citizens. You know, back before this, this is all stems back to the Federal Reserve System and the Nazi bankers that were never uh, dealt with. Um, you know, Smedley Butler uh, d- tried to do something about it, but it didn't get anywhere. And there was only hand slapping. You know, before the Federal Reserve, if they, if Congress wanted to allocate, let's say they want to give money to, I don't know, Haiti or whatever, or even go to a war, they couldn't do it without the people. They had to sell bonds in order to pay for it. And the people spoke with their money uh, you know, in that way. If they wanted to help with it, sure, buy some bonds, and that's the only way they can get the money. They, wouldn't, they couldn't go directly to the bank and uh, print money to devalue our currency. Um, you know, and that brings me to the point about lobbying. It's the same thing. It's legalized bribery. That's what it is. It's not. I mean, it's not even legal. I mean, shoot, it's just bribery. They just put a fancy name on it. Well, I'll tell you what, Nick. You know, it, it can be a little bit 
of a, a tough subject for certain people because, you know, you don't want to believe that you're being played in such a way. You know, a lot of people don't want to believe that they are being manipulated. And that partially plays into these people's hands, right? It, it, it's how they get away with so much because people want to believe that they are smarter than that. But it's not about your intelligence or my intelligence. It's about people doing bad things to people who truly have the best intentions and, and goodwill. They don't have goodwill. They're not good faith actors. Anyway, stay tuned. We have uh, more to come. You're listening to Justin Forum Talk Radio. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Hey, this is Rod from PCs and Parts in Loveland. We're your local computer and parts repair store. We have been in business for over 18 years, and we have been fixing computers and love doing that. If you're having anything with technical-related issues, come by and see us. To reach us, call us at 970-203-0696 or go to our website at PCsandparts.com. We'd love to talk to you about your particular problems. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report. More people than expected filed for unemployment benefits last week. There were 224,000 new claims, up 9,000 from the revised number from the week before, but still in the range of a healthy job market. The number of continuing claims, those still receiving benefits, also rose to 1.89 million. Also, workers were getting more done on the job at the end of last year. Worker productivity rose by 3.2%. The Labor Department releases the monthly employment report for January on Friday. Investor sentiment appears to have improved this morning after the sell-off yesterday that followed Fed Chair Jerome Powell indicating an interest rate cut was unlikely in March. The Bank of England today left interest rates unchanged and indicated there could be rate cuts coming there. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Kosolda. Invested in you. Life insurance. Why are you putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think you don't need it? There's lots of excuses for putting off life insurance. But if you weren't there, who would pay the mortgage and other bills? With Ethos, you could be covered in 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. 
Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's Absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R E F Y.com, or call 888 YREFI24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888 YREFI24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Justin Forum Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. This is hour two of the Justin Forum Talk Radio show, and we have a special guest who will be joining us here in just a second. But before we get there, I want to uh, let you all know that Warrior MBS, Mind, Body, Soul, a program ran by Jeremy Sladen, who is uh, a former professional baseball player and certified trainer, who is the, the, the guy who's going to help Organize, or he's he's basically put together this program for men, which is meant to help men become better and stronger and healthier, and to to become more spiritually grounded in their faith. In, and this is Christian, a Christian program. Go to warriormbs.com, guys, and check out his program. And you can even set up a call to talk to him today. It's warriormbs.com. That stands for Mind, Body, Soul. Warriormbs.com. Thank you to them for sponsoring the Justin Form Talk radio show. And make sure you go check it out because it's an amazing program for men that is meant to basically help you find a, a stronger version of yourself so that you can be there for not only yourself, but for your family, your friends, your community. It's, it's a great program with a great uh, uh, aim to help men. It's specifically tailored to and for men. So go check it out today if you're a man over the age of 16. Uh, and and uh, clarifying, this is for men, not mentally ill people who think they're this different sex. But if you're if you are a tranny and you want to get in the program, maybe it'll help you become a better man. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, go check out WarriorMBS.com today. And uh, thanks to Jeremy Slater and his his team over there. They're doing a great job helping men become stronger and more grounded 
in uh, their faith. So with that being said, we've come back for hour two of the Just Forbes Talk radio show. Of course, as usual, we have uh, our special guest who joins us on Thursdays uh, in the second hour. Uh, Our good friend who, by the way, listened to the show last night, incredible guest. But right now it's Jay Deplorable from... Our, our, our show that's here on KHNC Swamp Fight, it airs Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday at 12. Uh, J.D., thanks for joining us here on the show today. Morning, guys. Sure, it's a pleasure as always. How are you guys doing this morning? Uh, we're doing incredible. I can't speak for Nick, but I can speak for myself. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful sunny morning. Absolutely. Yeah. So last yeah, night, man, a, yeah. JD, what was it like? I, I've listened to the show. I, I heard uh, Mike. He he sounded great. You sounded great. It was a great conversation. You guys dived in a lot of different directions. Uh, what are you? What were your takeaways with uh, your conversation with Mike Lindell yesterday? Well, it was a blast. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Of course, um, Mike is a great guy he is a true patriot just like i i said last night i've i've been a big fan of mike's for many years knowing what all he does and what all he's done but it it was a fun show and um you know he's a great interview i mean mike mike's a talker you know and uh but he he uh he 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 walks the walk you know and he follows it up but he had a lot of great things to say it was really really interesting listen listening to him talk about the election fraud the uh, that goes on across this country and how he's worked so hard and is still working trying to expose it and educate all of us with the evidence so i mean it was great yeah, we're very blessed to be able to have uh, people like him join us on this net on this station and, and get that out there because you know we have to continue to to push these people ahead, push each other ahead, right? And Mike Lindell is is helping not only you know get that narrative out there, get that the, the truth out there, but he also it was a fun interview to listen to with uh, how he talked about his interactions with Trump and I, I love the part where he yeah. talks about uh, <laughs> Trump said that. Uh, they're gonna. He's he's the Patrick uh, Patrick Henry, and and that they're gonna build a statue to him, but they'll just tear it down the next day, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, he's he's got a million of those, you know, and 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 he's right. I mean, Donald Trump. Everybody, I think, pretty much everybody knows, has a great sense of humor. He's a funny, funny guy, and. And, uh, you know, the point that he made last night that stuck with me, that really hit me because of my interactions uh, with Trump, was the fact that he really does care about you. I mean, when you're talking to him, he's not just like, yeah, yeah, uh yeah. I mean, he really is interested in who you are, what you have to say, what you do. Uh, It's hard to explain, but I mean, he really does care. And that shows in the way he leads, you know, he's a leader. Well, here you go, guys. That was the perfect tease. Everybody, Make sure go to 1360KHNC.com, click on the podcast button, 
check out Swamp Fights podcast from last night. It is there, available. It is up. You can listen to the whole thing. It is amazing. We're not going to ruin it with any spoilers anymore, at least. Go check it out for yourself, though. Check out Swamp Fight Wednesdays, 5 p.m., Saturday and Sunday at noon as well. But uh, that was awesome, J.D., and uh, we have a few things we're going to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. Like, everybody, go check it out, please. It's a great, great listen. You'll enjoy it thoroughly, and you'll uh, definitely, if you haven't already heard it, of course, uh, you're going to get some cool new information there. So go check that out. Uh, but but with that being said, as we kind of nestle on up to this next break, I, I want to go into a few different directions here with you, J.D., today. But is there anything you want to talk about? No, not really. Not anything specific. I mean, I know everything you've been talking about and that you are going to talk about. I'm I'm right there with you. So whatever you guys, whichever direction you guys want to go, let's go. All right. So first off, though, I want to shout out all of our texters. We got a couple people texting in from uh, one person texted in from the 505 saying, uh, no true liberal would deign to live or dare to live in flyover country. Uh, yes, that's why if, you, if you're a liberal and you're thinking about moving to the front range, you would hate it here. Because, you know, men actually are men and women are actually women and there's no rainbow flags flying everywhere. And it's, it's awful, you know, like people are actually nice to each other and they don't, you know, mug each other in the streets. It, it, you wouldn't like it. Let's just say it that way. But. That's a great text. We appreciate that because that's a reference to what I was saying earlier. Uh, somebody also texted in from the 970. They gave us uh, a link to uh, talk about the Franklin cover-up in Nebraska. Uh, Nick, maybe you want to write this one down. Uh, where our U.S. representatives were basically flying young boys and girls into... Yeah, I, I know this story. It's really sick and, and disturbing. Maybe we'll do a deep dive on it upcoming this Friday. Thank you, though, Sandra, for texting that in. If anybody else wants to text, the number 877-536-1360. When we come back, we're going to get into some big stories with J.D. and Nick. No, y'all are going to want to stay tuned for this because I got some stories for them that uh, I want to pick their brain on. And uh, y'all are going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. We will be back after a very quick commercial break. Everybody, stay tuned. Somebody left with the cup, but he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Hello, everybody in Northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. (laughs) Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever.
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No, joined by our guest, Jade Deplorable from Swamp Fight. Now, JD, uh, it's good to have you back on the show, and, and there's a couple stories I want to get into and uh, talk about with you here. So if you guys don't mind, I want to just jump into this next story, unless you have anything you want to share, Nick. Well, actually, um, you know, I want to uh, bring up the fact that uh, President Trump went to go speak with Teamsters, and I want everybody to know that's that's a pretty important thing that he's done there. Teamsters has a, a strong grip on a lot of different industries. They are across uh, several of them, and, and they actually are involved with filmmaking as well for the production uh, administration and stuff like that. Teamsters is involved. So maybe the woke will go away from all of our media production. I hope he's, that's part of his negotiation or, or talks with them. Maybe the what will go away? I didn't catch that part. No, well, the woke ideology type oh, thing. Oh, woke, at least woke. They, they, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who knows? A big deal. He's talking to him. You know, it's funny when I, I see these. Uh, one of the funniest clips that just reminded me of is Carrie Lake, right? She's she's basically dressing down these fake news reporters, asking their loaded questions that are you know obviously uh, meant to to set a narrative, and it's the funniest clip ever. Maybe I'll find it, but she's basically undressing these reporters in real time, and she's literally pointing at the camera guys holding the camera and saying, "Those guys holding the cameras agree with me. You guys are the ones spreading this false news, but they can't say anything because they're just camera guys. They're just doing their job." And the cameraman's like nodding in agreement. And I just thought that kind of summarizes what, uh, uh, you know, when Trump talks to the Teamsters, I can imagine there are people in those organizations who are, you know, you know, they have to make a living. They have to pay the bills and, and put food on the table. So they go to their job every day, as some people, I'm sure, in our listener, uh, you know, in our audience do as well, where, you know, a lot of you guys out there listening probably have to go to a job and deal with things that, uh, you wouldn't normally deal with uh, rather uh, or without it being forced upon you with this woke mind virus that's that's spreading throughout our country. So uh, I think that's an important observation, Nick. What do you think, JD? Yeah, I think it's a great observation. And you know, Carrie Lake, she's hardcore, and she'll point it out. But um, and and even last night, you know. Um, Mike Lindell pointed out talking about the judges or the judge specifically in the, in uh, one of the, the Trump cases, but he like he was talking about saying you know these judges are people too like you and I they have families they have friends and they worry about this stuff and his point was that this judge does not want to be the first judge to rule in favor of uh, of Trump, you know, that, that one of these judges is going to come along and be the first one, and then the floodgates are going to, op- you know, be wide open. Then they're all going to rule the way they know they should rule. But I just thought that was a fascinating point that these judges are people just like you and I, friends, families, and they worry about them, you know? I, I think well, it's Well, of a, course. A I mean, if you point. watched what happened during the Supreme Court uh, nomination and, and, and during the, the Supreme Court ruling with Roe v. Wade and the leak of it and the, the, the obvious and open threats of uh, intimidation and violence that came toward people like Kavanaugh and his, they went to his home to, to, to violate federal law 
and try to intimidate him into making decisions that he wouldn't have otherwise made based on uh, their influence, which would be uh, violent, extreme threats. And of course, these judges have those considerations. Of course, they're human beings. I would also argue, though, that it's going to take men and women of courage and integrity to right this ship that is so so disastrously uh, been essentially destroyed or they're at least attempting to destroy it so i agree i think mike was on to something there you know mike lindell's got his finger on the pulse of what's going on what do you think nick well i think that yeah just like you said everybody is just doing their job or they're trying to just survive through this like a lot of us are but you know i think at the end of this we really need to emphasize the fact that we our enemy is from within, and then also I think we should try and make laws based on that. I mean, we should make laws that say if you knowingly, and I think there already are some, but when you need something explicitly saying this, if you know that what you're trying to do is to deprive our rights under color of law, you know, if you're trying to, to – uh, uh, take away constitutional rights or to inhibit the, uh, the exercise of them, then you should be charged with treason, in my opinion, um, sedition and treason. I mean, it, it, and, you know, if someone consciously starts doing lawfare like they do, the Biden administration, you know, how they will, um, something will get struck down in the Supreme Court, then they'll immediately try and get another angle where they can take more from us and, and they keep doing it over and over again and they knowingly are trying to violate the constitution and deprive us of our rights what do you think jd totally agree with that yeah i mean right on that's so, that's he, he's right on and you know the key word that you mentioned craig courage uh we talked about that last night as well you know courage we all not only these judges but every single American has to be courageous right now through these times. And that's the only way we're going to defeat this disgusting uniparty globalist corruption. It's the only way we're going to get our country back. We have to be courageous. I mean, that's exactly what this is going to take. And it's going to take more than, you know, obviously just saying that, that we're going to do it. We have to actually, you know, work and make take action against it. Now, I guess we could take this a few different directions. I have a bunch of stories here. Sometimes I, I think I just come over prepared. But uh, I do want to mention, you know, what's happening on our border. No, I, not you, Craig. Oh, o no. Overprepared. Yeah, no, I, I, it's, it's almost overwhelming sometimes. You've seen my desk, J.D., when we get started. It's, it's wild in here. <laughs> I, I, got, I got papers everywhere. Yeah. But uh, I do want to talk about what's happening down in Texas because I think it's worth kind of circling back, as Jen Sakai would say, uh, to that issue and topic. When you talk about how they are framing this whole narrative about civil war and, and the standoff between federal uh, law enforcement and, and the Texas National Guard. But it, it, beyond that, right, people would ask, well, why is it so important that we, you know, stop this, this immigration and, and stop this illegal immigration specifically? Or, and I'm also for a moratorium on all immigration and, and, de and mass deportation. Those are things that I strongly uh, believe in. But 
This is a story that's wild coming out of New York City. So you had a group of thugs who are illegal immigrants who shouldn't be in this country in the first place, A, brutally attack New York NYPD officers who were trying to to get them to uh, basically disassemble this this group that that they were creating down in uh, Times Square. And I think this story kind of encapsulates exactly what our system and our country is facing right now. And I'll, I'll explain it briefly. So... Basically, a number of illegal aliens were arrested for assaulting NYPD officers in Times Square. And the very next day, some of these guys have been already released without bail. And as these guys, who are all military-aged men, we're talking about guys from 19 to 20 in their early 20s, all military-aged men, all released without bail, and... And I'll tell you, the, the, the shocking part is not that they were just released without bail, because we expect that. But this is the, the attitude of these individuals who are committing these crimes. We have guys like this one person named Joan Boda, an illegal immigrant from who knows where, as he's walking out of the courthouse after being released for assaulting police officers without bail— He's he's literally double flipping off the cameras and the people, and it's just to me, it's like welcome to Joe Biden's America, right? This is this is the the, the level of complete and total anarchy that they want societally, and I think it's all about destroying our country. And so, what we're seeing in Texas, we need more of what we're seeing in Texas, not less. And we don't need a de-escalation. We need that situation to be resolved, and then every other border situation to be resolved. What do you guys think? And I'll start. I'll start with you. Yeah, and, and this, he's probably got his own country's flag hanging on the door of his hotel room there in New York City that the taxpayers are paying for and that he won't move out of. That's what we're dealing with. And these these idiots in this Obama-Biden administ- administration, where they really screwed up was letting all these young single males come in here let alone all the people that that they've busted and all the 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 gotaways on the terror list on the terror list but all these young males you know that they they've brought in supposedly because they want to fill our military and completely change the demograph the demographics of that but what last point is what I started with, these people come in here, they have zero, zero patriotism or feelings or or anything for this country. They're flying their own flags and flipping off our cops. It's, it's amazing to watch. And, you know, there, there's strategically speaking, people have argued and, and I've been one of those people who have said that it's possible that this is all by design because we are on the precipice of a global war. The U.S. is going to need, like you said, in the military, the, the, all these young military-age guys who are, they're letting in, I would suspect that these are the first guys that are uh, uh, conscripted, uh, some of the first guys who are conscripted to go fight in whatever war is coming, and they'll be offered things like citizenship for their service, and that... You know, essentially with the uh, rate of enlistment going down so low 
because of how betrayed. And of course, there's the other side of this, which is that they want to fill the army and the military with illegals who have no patriotic, uh, uh, you know, uh, feelings toward this country so that then they can be used against the American people at a later time, which is probably going to happen. But I would say more, more overly, if you're just thinking from a, a, the perspective of strategy, it, it does seem to make sense that if they are fearing this global war, which we are on the precipice of, which everybody knows and sees coming a mile away, they need these bodies. They need these guys because these guys are going to be the first cannon fodder in in on the front line and 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 i just see it that way but it doesn't it it truly does not make it correct or right what do you think nick well yeah uh, you know um it might be we we really need as president trump said to do mass deportations these people are it's invaders okay of a territory and this they are not allowed to be here and you know i see here that um i've heard rumors that the united nations has uh been doing cash giveaways to immigrants uh illegal immigrants trying to cross the u.s border and they'd even fabricate their asylum stories so um that's that's something to consider too these these people could be um shoot they could be with the u.n for all we know or they could be from other countries to come in here and uh do all kinds of bad stuff we just had another chicken factory a chicken uh, factory burned yesterday, I think it was in Texas. They keep attacking us. Tucker Carlson said, we keep, how many different factories and uh, rail, rail derailments and, and things have been happening? No, I, I, I 100% think that there are terror cells in this nation actively who have come across the southern border who are either sleeper cells or active cells who are doing this. The fire you're referring to is the, oh, feather, yeah. is the feather crest fire in Curtin, Texas which is in Brazos, Brazos County. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but yeah, I, I have this story right here. You know me, I have this giant stack of news. Yeah, this is one of those stories I was going to bring up, so I'm glad you, you touched on that, Nick. What do you, I mean, JD, it, it, from your perspective, it, it seems like to me that it, it's only rational to deduce that there are active terror cells operating in this country. And I would I would argue that they are probably acting on behalf of our largest foreign adversaries like Russia and China. And then there's probably other groups from Iran and other places. What do you think? No doubt about it. Absolutely. And they are from, like you just said, multiple countries. It's not just um, Islamist extremists although there are a lot of them that have come in. But we're talking about the Chinese. We're talking about Russian. We're talking about our adversaries from all over the planet. They are here, and they are doing bad things, and they are planning bad things as well. Well, we have to keep standing against it, like you said, and, and like we talked about. It's it's going to take courage and integrity, and we have to stand up and fight. I mean, and, and whatever that means to, to everyone out there listening, uh, obviously, I think legally and lawfully, we have to fight against this. Stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just the Forum Talk Radio. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC.
Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with our co-host, Nick No, and our guest, Jay Deplorable from Swamp Fight. So before the break, you know, we were talking about this this massive invasion of our nation. What's happening, I think it, it, it really is not relegated to simply people coming across the border trying to seek a better life. It is a, a complete and utter uh, dereliction of duty by the, the commander-in-chief, supposed commander-in-chief at least, Joe Biden, in letting these people invade our nation. Now, maybe there's some uh, uh, deeper, more you know, esoteric knowledge that they have that, that we don't, saying, okay, well, World War III is coming, so we need you know to get all these people together because they're going to be the cannon fodder on the front line. But ostensibly, from what we can see, This is just them allowing our country to be overrun because they want to replace the population with a uh, a more subservient, lower class of individuals who can be manipulated and organized to continue to empower them through this democracy that they keep telling us we have to fight for, when in reality we live in a constitutional republic, but they would love nothing more than to destroy the Constitutional Republic and have it replaced by a mob rule democracy, which inevitably always leads to authoritarianism and dictatorships. So, well, I mean, I guess we can just go back. Nick, is there any other thing you want to c- contribute on that, or, or do we want to kind of go a different direction? What do you think? Well, well I, we have, I have some more really important information to read about that, but don't forget, as J.D. said, they have no loyalty to the United States. They are not going to adhere to our mores and uh, morals and, uh, and uh, views. They, they are basically leeches, and, and, and communist countries, they don't really care about that sort of stuff because you know, if people come from other countries, um, you know, uh, then it actually gives them more power because they have no loyalty to the people, you know, and, and it's easier for them 
to get away with things. And I want to even point out that the Biden regime is funding the invasion of the United States with our own taxpayer money. The money, uh, the UN just released a 2024 plan to give away 1.6 billion to the millions of illegals moving north via debit cards, bank transfers, and even cash and envelopes. The money will be handed out via 248 NGOs and 17 Latin American countries. And it's all funded largely by U.S. taxpayers because we are the UN's largest donor. So, uh, you know, the UN uh, says all of this is possible thanks to Biden's newly established opportunities for regular pathways to move to the United States of America. So we are funding our own suicide. And, and look, don't forget that that what they're doing is an act of war against the United States. It is an act of war. It's a hostile aggression, and it has to be dealt with in that way. You know, they need to, uh, you know, go to these NGOs, break them up, lock up all their money, you know, uh, shut down the foundations and stop all this. What do you think, J.D.? I think it, we've talked about this before. I, I talk about it all the time. They want to turn the United States of America into a Latin American country. I've been talking about that for years, and we're seeing it happen. And the other thing they want to do is they want to replace our Constitution with a leftist, socialist, globalist document. Yeah, That's like, what they want to do. These like those are the European charters doing. of human rights, which is insane because it talks about yeah. free expression. And free expression essentially is the idea that if your free speech, uh, in, in, if it inhibits somebody from feeling free to speak, then you can be silenced. And it's like... Wait, how does that even make sense? All it is is authoritarianism hidden in this, uh, you know, neatly packaged, cutely worded uh, garbage that they try to, to foist upon us, uh, which is exactly what they want to we're, bring. We're, Go ahead. Where crimes are not crimes, you know, crimes are not crimes. Criminals are not criminals. The, the new crimes are things like... Oh, uh, did you use the wrong pronoun or did you disrespect a gay person or, you know, <laughs> this is their yeah. change that they want. I mean, a, a part of free it's speech is the man. right to disrespect people. A part of free speech is to, to say things that uh, they may not agree with. A, a part of free speech is is intrinsically linked to the idea of freedom of uh, individual autonomy and thought and uh, freedom of religion specifically. And if if uh, my belief, which I wholeheartedly, you know, adhere to, is that, you know, what these people are doing is demonic and evil, then God, God has given, you know, us all the individual liberty and freedom to be able to, to say that truth that we know. And uh, if it's offensive, then, you know, fine, I don't really care. And I'm not worried about other people's feelings. I'm worried about uh, much more than that. But, Nick, you know, I heard you say, you know, these people have no allegiance. You were kind of echoing what J.D. was saying about these people have no allegiance, therefore they're ideal. And then you, you called them leeches, which, you know, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to dehumanize these people because that, I think, plays into the narrative they want to sell about us, right? Is that 
you know, we are callous and don't care. It's not that we're callous and don't genuinely care about the well-being of, of people, but there has to be a prioritization if you have a nation. If you have a nation with borders, with citizens, then there has to be a prioritization of those who are within the nation first and foremost, because if you don't, if you don't get your house in order, how are you going to help anyone else, right? We genuinely don't want the suffering and poverty and, and everything that's happening in those South American countries. But we also are, are aware that, you know, a lot of that has been manufactured by corruption and greed and, and essentially by these same organizations who claim they're, they're benevolently helping these NGOs. They're the ones who made a lot of these problems, especially the NGOs that act as essentially shell companies for clandestine uh, uh, intelligence services who run, you know, banana, uh, you know, have banana republics and run coups in these foreign countries to exploit them and their resources. So I don't, I don't callously look at these people as leeches. I, I look at these people as desperate individuals who are seeking help and, and not not all some are criminals some are rapists some are bad and i agree with that and i think they should be obviously kept out first and foremost but we have to to get our house in order before we can help others i think that's a reasonable thing what do you think nick yeah yeah whenever there's an, an issue on a, a flight you know the the masks come down for oxygen you're supposed to put yours on first before you can help anybody else and and it seems like they just give our money away to everybody else but us they you know we have homeless veterans uh they are getting no help and not only that for example in san francisco homeless veterans and just homeless people in general they kicked all the homeless people out um you know uh on top of that it out of and uh, prioritized China over, and they even flew the Chinese flag whenever he was uh, driving up. You know, we had, they had people dressed in uh, American military uniforms like that. So uh, I think it's important, like you said, to to not dehumanize them. Yes, um, however, we do have to acknowledge that they are a financial drain. Look at the Colorado hospital that's going bankrupt because oh, nobody's paying any dude, money. Dude, I have the stories here. I mean, Denver has become insane it, it is just flooded and they can't afford it and they and they don't you know they can't handle 40,000 or whatever immigrants imagine what they're going to do when 400,000 show up and they're going to end up spreading out and, and essentially becoming a drain on all citizens and 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 that's true and we have to address that that's why I'm for shutting down the border a moratorium on all immigration and a mass deportation what do you think JD it's more like a hundred thousand, first of all. It's more like a hundred thousand. But you know, one point I want to make there are good people who want to emigrate here, and you can tell the difference because those folks they want to do it the right way. And I guarantee you, and I've actually been to a couple of, of these ceremonies, when they take that oath. When they finally become a U.S. citizen, that is one of the, if not the greatest day of their entire life. I'll tell you what. I mean, people are I, I, crying and yes. bawling. Absolutely. I have a friend. Yeah. Just quick story. My friend, he comes here legally on a visa. He goes back to Mexico in, in, in half or three months out of the year. 
and he works hard. He loves this country. You know what he thinks about illegals? He despises them because they're the reason that he can't get his family into this country because they come here illegally, become a drain on the system, and the people who do it right are the ones who get basically completely screwed. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people miss with this. But there is an existential threat, and we're going to talk about that and more. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, and the K- You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Holy fly paper! Join me, JD Plorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon, right here on AM 1360. Investigating what is going on in these two hotels right there. Comfort Suites and Sleeps in and Suites by Choice Hotel, Mainstay Suites, Extend Stay. They're full of migrants. All of these people we've talked to, they're from Venezuela. They all have pretty much the same story. They've been living in there for months. They get three meals a day. Churches drop by they're all hanging out in the parking lot because in the parking lot churches will drop by and i guess drop food off clothes off whatever they need since we've been out in this parking lot for about 20 minutes someone has brought dominoes someone has brought ice cream treats for these people which is nice because there are a lot of little children out there but everyone's just hanging out welcome back to just form talk radio i wanted to play that clip for everybody out there listening, this is Craig James with the co-host Nick No and our guest Jay Deplora. We're talking about this mass migration and specifically to, to talk about Denver, a citizen journalist here. And, I, and I'm sorry if the audio was a little low on that. She went out and actually investigated what was going on. And she specifically went to a couple 
um, hotels, the uh, Choice Hotel Mainstay Suites Extended Stay and the Sleeps Inn and Comfort Suites in Denver. And observe, there are hotels full of migrants down there. And this is in Denver. This is here in our in our backyard, folks. We are here in the Front Range. We are we are the ones who are paying for this. Our Colorado state taxes are paying for this. Trust you me. And they're all from Venezuela. So we're bringing in communists. And, and you could say, oh, well, maybe they're fleeing communism. Or perhaps it's like when Fidel Castro emptied the jails and had the Muriel boat lift into Miami and flooded uh, uh, South Florida with a bunch of, you know, psychopaths and murderers. Um, not to say that all Cuban people... Uh, some of those Cuban people were genuinely fleeing communism. And I know some Cubans, I, I grew up in South Florida, I know some Cubans who are great people who became the most conservative and, and you know, they're the most conservative and Christian people out there. But I'll just say this, that we have to recognize that there is an existential threat to our national sovereignty when you allow this kind of mass migration. Not only is it culturally disruptive, meaning... We are bringing in people from all different cultures and all different walks of life. And yeah, we're a melting pot to a degree. But if you lose that national identity saying, I'm a U.S. citizen, I'm a patriot, I, you know, knowing the Constitution, you know, the people who come here legally, like J.D. was pointing out, have to go through a rigorous process of, of understanding the, the Constitution, understanding the, the, you know, civil structure of America so that then they can integrate appropriately. When you just have... You know, Julio walk across the border and he's he's used to living in a third world country where, you know, they do things a lot differently. There is going to be chaos. There's going to be strife. And that's what they want. As Alex Jones points out, this is a Cloward Piven strategy. They are trying to collapse first world nations, specifically America. Uh, I, I guess, Nick, what do you think? Yes, absolutely. They've they've done it with uh, demoralization. They've done it with uh, lawfare. They've done it. They've infiltrated every aspect of society, and now they are destroying it in real time at a, a rapid rate. It's been exponentially increasing to now. And I'm telling you right now that if you think this is going to stop, if you think that they're just going to give up, even if Trump wins, you're you're very wrong and mistaken. Trump may be able to, to stem the, the tide a little bit. He may even be able to pull off a moratorium on, on all immigration. Who knows? But if you think that's going to stop them from executing this, this orchestrated agenda that they've had for decades now, then you're, you're mistaken. That's, that's why there has to be a, 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 a proverbial second American revolution to stand up against this because we will lose this nation. What do you think, J.D.? Look, the bottom line is this. We cannot let people come into this country unchecked because the bad are going to come in with the good. And what we're seeing literally is a modern-day Trojan horse. And the Democrats, they're foolish enough to let it happen. You can't do it. Of course, there's good people trying to come here fleeing bad situations. Of course, there always has been, there always will be. But this is different. 
This is totally different. It has to be done the right way, the legal way, and these people have got to be checked out because 90% of them that's coming into this country right now don't even qualify to come here under U.S. guidelines. I mean, that's the truth. And I think ultimately at the end of the day, all we can say is that Everything, I, and this is all I can say at least, is that everything we're seeing happen is is very much orchestrated. Nick's talked about the NGOs. Nick's talked about the U.N. spending billions of dollars to fund these people, to give them cell phone, a credit card, cash in some circumstances, to just walk across our border and start living here as if it's all good. And then you get these policies where the judge, they, they, they are brought in front of a judge for five minutes. The judge says, I'll see you in 10 years. And you're like... This is insanity. This is an orchestrated evasion. This is a violation of uh, uh, all of our rights. And, you know, deprivation of rights under color of law certainly would apply to uh, our, our country being allowed to be invaded. Right, Nick? Absolutely. That's part of the their constitutional duty is to protect us from invasion. That is part of it. And, uh, and what they're doing is, uh, you know, they are trying to find workarounds for doing the same thing. It doesn't matter. It's still a crime, even if they shuffle some papers around. Somebody's got to do something. And President Trump is the only person, in my opinion, well, actually, I know this to be true, that has the courage, the intelligence, and the drive to get it done for us. He's, he's the only, he is, he, the guy is batting a thousand, and he, even with all the opposition, and trying to change the rules, you know, you, you know, for example, even with Eugene Carroll, to change the law so she could file that lawsuit. It doesn't matter. You know, this guy is still winning, and he is the only person with the courage to do the right thing for the people and do what has to be done, I think. We need to clip that and make that a Trump 2024 campaign ad. I appreciate you guys joining <laughs> us here today. Uh, when we come back, we have our final segment, our God's Grace Greater Segment. We're going to leave you guys with some hope and positive encouragement for your day going forward. Uh, but but th- this is all true. I think we've hit, you know, uh, the nail on the head, as they say. We'll be back. You're listening to Justin Forum Talk Radio. Your host, Craig James, Nick No, and our guest, Jay Deplorable. One more segment. Everybody stay tuned. We'll be right back. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. You are listening to... HNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064.
Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, and our guest today, that would be Jay Deplorable from Swamp Fight. If you guys haven't checked out his show, go check it out. It's at 1360KHNC.com. Click the podcast button. Check out yesterday's amazing show interviewing Mike Lindell, or you can catch his show live here on KHNC uh, at uh, uh, Wednesdays at 5 p.m., Saturdays and Sundays at noon. I got that right. Uh, JD, anything you want to leave the audience with? Uh, thanks for joining us again. We'll, we'll, we're always glad to have you on, on this Thursday after or this Thursday second hour. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, real quick, I just want to say that um, we have no idea who these people are, and it only takes one. But lastly, I want to say I'm really enjoying this show, Just Informed Talk, and you and Nick are doing a great job. Man, I mean, it, it's really, really a good show, and uh, keep it up. That's all. I, I just really love the show. Thank you. That Thanks, is, JD. Yeah, that's what, what a compliment. Anything you want to leave them with today, Nick? Uh, well, don't give up and don't lose hope. Help is on the way. Donald J. Trump will be back in the White House. All right, brother. We're going to have to put that at the end of the, the campaign ad. Uh, thank you to, to our guest, JD. Thank you to Nick No, and thank you to all of you out there listening. We certainly appreciate it. And, you know, I'm going to send you guys out with a little bit of scripture. Today, uh, we're continuing in the book of Psalms. Uh, today is talking about wisdom and instruction in wisdom, another Davidic Psalm, Psalm 37, which uh, I'm going to read the first part of, the first probably like 17 verses here. Uh, for all of you guys out there, I want to leave you guys with some hope and encouragement and some some discernment for your day. So here we go. This is Psalm 37, verse 1 through 17. It says, do not be agitated by evildoers. Do not envy those who do wrong, for they wither quickly like grass and wilt like tender green plants. Trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act, making your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like the noonday. Be silent before the Lord and wait expectantly for him. Do not be agitated by one who prospers in his way, by the man who carries out evil plans. Refrain from anger and give up your rage. Do not be agitated. It can only bring harm, for evildoers will be destroyed. But those who put their hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while, and the wicked person will be no more. Though you look for him, he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will enjoy abundant prosperity. The wicked person schemes against righteous, against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. The Lord laughs at him because he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and strung the bow to bring down the afflicted and needy and to slaughter those whose way is upright. Their swords will enter their own hearts and their bows will be broken. The little that the righteous man has is better than the abundance of many wicked people, for the arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord supports the righteous. And I couldn't think of more of an appropriate way to end today's show with, than with those words. And I think they truly do speak to the fact that all of this evil that we see out here, God knows what's in store for them. And if we have faith and believe in our heart, and, and give our entire lives to Jesus Christ and let him wash us clean with that regeneration, uh, a regenerative uh, spirit, 
then all of this will come to nothing. And what's most important is that we continue to build our treasure in heaven and bring as many people as we can with us. Any, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, what a great psalm. And uh, patience, you know, the old saying, patience is a virtue, right? And that is so true. Um, I always say, be patient, but not complacent. And uh, I love this segment because we always, always have hope, and we cannot forget that. Remember, those who have who put their hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Nick No. Thanks to G Deplorable. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, God willing. Until then, God speed and God bless each and every one of you, patriots. Oh,